So, welcome to Dealing with the Germans. My name is Anders. And I'm Philip. Today, we're talking about keeping up with formalities in Germany. Is that really the title? <laughs> keeping up with appearances. That was a TV series. Did you see that? It is an English uh, BBC thing, you know, uh, no. 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm lucky that I know Faulty Towers. Yeah. <laughs> But it's quite humoristic as well. The English have humor, right? Yeah, they're really good at that. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, the formalities in Germany. First of all, I, I want to ask you, what, what do you understand with the word formality? What Being formal, what does that mean, in your opinion? Uh, linguistically, it means that there's two words for you, right? It's uh, the formal yes. you. yes. Or the formal them or the formal him. Yes. Uh, and her, uh, obviously. And also this idea of separation of um, employees and their bosses. Mm -hmm. This sort of like um, this a vertical structure. Yes. Right? Yeah. Patriarchy, matriarchy. Yes. Um, obviously, there's. Absolutely a, right, yeah. It's a country that's, you know doesn't really have separation of church and state so the church has some say in your yeah, yeah. life yeah which is a little weird for especially <laughs> for American like myself yeah But, uh, yeah I think that that's sort of the um, that's my understanding of it Yeah, it, it's it's. Um, it, I'm com I'm coming from from Scandinavia, and we we're used to a very informal way of interacting with each other. Okay. So so it's it's. So uh, do you have the two words? The two. We do, formal? but only with very old ladies, <laughs> or the queen. You okay. Would, you would use the formal uh, version of you. Okay. Um, and only. You know, in, in like a in the, in the in the parliament or in 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 a, you know in a, like in a official, court, yeah, very very official okay. situations like in a courtroom or something, Mister Jensen or okay. Uh, but on any other normal term, you would be you in the informal way of you, okay. and you would just be on first names. Okay. In Denmark. So not like last names, because they'll do that here. They'll, they also like to go by their last name. In Germany, you are expected to be on last name and the formal version of you until usually the older part says, okay, we can, we can be, we can be, we can, we can be do. We can a, be. You're going to get a pass. Yes. You're yeah. allowed to call me by my first name. Inner circle. Or my, or my, my, um, my, Not pet name, but but they, they they use shortenings of their first names very often. So like Angelica, uh, Angelica, um, that would be, be Angie. Angie. Yeah, yeah. Or Stephanie, that would be Steph. Like Something Steffi. like yeah. Steffi. Steffi. Like Steffi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. You, yeah. you or my my wife Alexandra, Alex or okay. Sandra. The shortening thing. Yeah, but they do that also with other words. Like I know, what do they, they what do they call the people that are in This Ausbildung, they call them out, out, Ussies or Aussies or do you know what I'm Aussies? No, no, no. Aussies uh, are people. Uh, Aussies are people Aust. from Ost Germany or yeah. East Germany. Yeah. No, this is like Ussie or the out. Ussies. Ussies, Assi. Are the Austrians? Asmis. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, the shortening of words, like yeah. Kikanichen is one yeah. of those words where like the Chen is makes it. Exactly. Sort of oh yeah, the yeah, the yeah, the the, the, um, the littling of, of, of words like yeah. a um, yeah a, um, a a bread 
Brötchen. 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 Wir hängen Bierchen. Das ist Just a little one. Yeah. Just a little one. So, so that's... You, you, when, when, the first time you, you, you meet a new person, someone you don't know, particularly in, in, in a working environment, professional environment, you yeah. are absolutely formal until, um, until the, the, usually, usually the senior part of, of the discussion says, let's be, let's be friends, let's be on first names, let's right. be, let's be yeah. casual. And that's usually a big relief for everyone. Even the way you write, right? Like the yes. Way you're writing yeah. to to somebody. As soon as, just like yesterday, I got a one of the uh, a very pleasant letter from my telecommunications company. Were uh, they offering you? <laughs> no, they they offered me a flat rate. <laughs> Or actually, they told me they informed me that from now on, my 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 internet at home was just a flat rate I, and I wouldn't be capped above 400 gigabytes a month. Oh, finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> so um, so uh, I have full speed now no matter how much I, I use my internet at home and they would call me Herr Jensen. C. Yeah. We have we have a, a good good uh, news for for you C. Nice. For Z. So um, yeah, and 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 when you when you meet people in your neighborhood Unless you know them very well, you're still C. You're still yeah. the, the, the formal version of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Until you probably had a beer with someone. Of, and then they say, oh, let's, be, let's be friends. You can call me. We can be friends until Monday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can call me Rudy. <laughs> exactly. So that's one thing that's that's very important for any visitor who comes to Germany to to sort of uh, they 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 are aware that that the tourists they may not really know how to deal with this. But if you're learning German, like especially if you're coming over here, like if you're backpacking through Europe or if you're making a trip to Germany, I would assume that most of those travel books they probably refer to you to C and yeah. R, right? Yeah, they probably like stick to the formal side. Yeah. Because I mean, I know that that was the things that I learned. I didn't learn how to say "do" until later. Well, until I started actually learning German. Yeah. Because what I what I got from my little training that I got when I first came here. Yeah. When I was a soldier. Yeah. 2000 and who knows what. Uh, yeah, it was her and see. Yeah. So all formal stuff. Yeah. I didn't learn about "do" until later. Oh. Yeah. So they don't start by learning you that, teaching the, you right. that. No, okay. Well, that's you that's, Germanized. <laughs> that's a very common English mistake. Yeah. Learned. Yes. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was my 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 English, my my Germany German English there. Yeah, that's a common mistake. A lot of friends say, "Oh, I cannot go outside today. I have a lot of learning to do." I'm like, "I think you mean study." Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but then also the like when it comes to universities and titles, doctors, yeah. oh yeah, 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 professors, yeah. engineers. Although they say the Austrians are even worse, really? but, but yeah, they, that's what they say. But but you're right. If you have like a, if you have a title, you if you, if you have a title, you it's part of your identity, and you are expected to to put it on your door. That's right. Like, own it. Yeah, and uh, I mean we 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 have a doctor. You know, a house in, in just one floor down, and, mm -hmm. and he's Dr. Müller, right? Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know his first name, but it's Dr. Miller. <laughs> yeah, they like the that formality. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. I I always teased my wife that uh, I would call everyone do that I didn't care, and she always warned me not to do that. Yeah, to not play, <laughs> to be serious about that. And that's a, that's a thing that that. It, that you shouldn't underestimate the importance of this little rule here. Um, even though most German, young Germans, they say, ah, oh, yeah, it's a stupid rule, and, and then we're at the same age, and we can just be due. And, and, you know, other parents in my son's class, and then, you know, we are always informal when we, because we're at the same age, we're in the, yeah. in the same environment, and we, we, we have kids in the same class and all. Uh, and we can, you know, all be together as soon as the teacher enters. Wow, really? Because we're we're the formal, formal way of you with the teacher. That's okay. that's like a. That, that's but like does it also affect the way you guys talk to each other? Then? No, no, not not in, okay, okay. between us. But 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 when she enters, she will be the, the only one then who yeah. we address in who she's she the authority figure. She's the authority figure. Okay. Um, even though she's younger than me, I, I address her with by her last name. <laughs> But she got a professor title. No, no, she's just a, a public school teacher. Does a uh, public school teachers don't have professor titles? I don't think so. Only university. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So higher learning people. That that that, that could be a. Something that I, we have to look up, but I don't know. I don't think they're professors. Okay. No, no. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm trying to think. Are well, public school teachers in the U.S. are they I, are they professors? They can be. Yeah, they can be. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think they can be, but I think it's also about the culture because I there was definitely some teachers. I'm thinking more of high school. Uh, I went to college, but not so much, and uh, mostly my. I would say, even though I have an associate in filmmaking, I, I would say that high school was my top. Um, no, we had some teachers that were formal, mm -hmm. some teachers that were very informal. Mr. Johnson. Mr. Bells. Mr. Bells. Mr. Bells. But that was in high school. That was actually fifth grade. So it was wow. much younger. So this is like elementary school. And what, what made, was that him just saying, you know, I wanted to be called, I want to be called Mr. Call me Mr. Bells or? Yeah. I mean, the titles are usually Mr. and Mrs. But yeah. if there's an inform, if there's a teacher who's more open, they will be just be like, just call me Rachel or call me whatever. But Mr. Bell, well, one, he was a military man. Oh, right? And second of all, he was—he um, wanted to instill that kind of level of respect. So he would say, "If on Friday, oh. there's a siren outside, yeah, hold for hold for siren." <laughs> so Mr. Bell would encourage us. Mr. Bell would want to instill the same level of formality in us. So on yeah. Fridays, if you wore a dress shirt with a tie, he would call you by your last name. Really? Yeah. Except he never called me Mr. Saw. He always called me Philip, which is, I didn't really make a big deal out of it, but okay. it was still nice to wear a tie and a suit and just be, because not everyone participated in, Okay, so you were a little bit more exceptional and, you know, you came on Friday with your tie, Yeah, you had special treatment from the teacher. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was nice. I thought it was a nice little formality, especially when you're young. Yeah. It's funny because in, in Denmark, if you address someone by his or her last name it's usually a form of of um, friendly that you like the person because okay. because we're so much on the on the first name 
So if, if, if someone call me, hey, Jensen, how's, how's it going? That's a s- sign of affection, almost. Okay. Like a, he's a very good colleague. Hey, hey, go over and, and ask uh, Jensen over there what's what's going on. That's, and the Germans doesn't under, don't they don't understand that because as soon as you tell them to address them by your first name, then they expect you to to do that. And if you if you then afterwards address them by their last name, even though it's just a, a like the the, the Danish showing affection of, of they, 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 they misunderstand that really I've, I've talked to Germans uh, living and working in Germany and they never really understood why the, some Germans insist, some uh, Danes insisted on calling them by the last name I said well that's because they like you <laughs> ah okay that's where the miscommunication <laughs> yeah, yeah, was yeah yeah that's because they like you they, they hey Schmidt how is it going but then are the Germans interpreting it like um that we were close once when we were talking in, by first names, but now you're dissing yourself. Yeah, that's, that's that could be it. Yes, yeah. so or, or they, they doubt. Or you the tell them you can address me by my first name, Anders, mm-hmm. and then you, you. But then you insist on calling me by by my last name, Jensen. So so there's confusion there. Yeah, there's a confusion. Okay, they yeah. they simply did not understand. I had to explain it. Yeah, well, if you if you are called by your last name yeah. among amongst your peers and your colleagues. That's a sign of affection. That's, that's I should do that with Alex next time I see him. Yeah. I want to see how he reacts. <laughs> Mr. CEO. Mr. CEO. <laughs> Hello, CEO. That's a good friend, you? Alex CEO. He's a, he's, a, he's a good YouTuber. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's a, that's one thing. And, I, and another thing, um, have you noticed when you go to the supermarket, they're, they're always addressing you by... By the formal, they're always very formal yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I think in most businesses. In most businesses, customer relations, uh, anything yeah. that, that that's that's the the formal the formal way. Yeah. Um, and I would say that in in most workplaces, even though the younger generation they say you know it's a it's a stupid stiff hierarchical way of addressing each other, but they kind of like it. So, because if, if a young guy he, he gets promoted and becomes a boss, he kind of <laughs> likes it when, when he's you know he can distance himself. Yeah, so, so that and, but that's really like indicative of the German culture, like yeah. we were saying earlier. Yeah, yeah, because it's part of their identity. Yes, don't call me anything else because I did the time and I got my doctorate. Exactly I am goddamn right. Doctor Mueller. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it, it will. I don't think it. You know, some of our young friends here they say, yeah, but look at in twenty years, everybody will be be on first names. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, those are really bad hard, really bad. Those are really hard habits to break. Yeah, right. And I don't think they want to break them. I, I, I think they want to keep it as it is. Mm, yeah, I think it would be definitely be. It would definitely have already been started like shush away. You know what's really interesting? When I was young, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say high school age. So mm-hmm. in my mid-teens, early high school age, I remember. Learning, I think it was like I was at the neighbor's house or somewhere where like the kids of the neighbor of the neighborhood would hang out, and um, there was a one kid in the neighborhood where I grew up who would call everyone fool. This is sort of like the slang thing in the the nineties. Mm-hmm. What up, fool? Fool? Right? What up, like, fool? Like f- fool? Yeah, like a fool. Wow! And uh, this guy that we would sometimes visit in our neighborhood gave us a really serious talk about not calling each other fools 
because we needed to respect each other and yeah. we needed to uphold, have like the human decency. Yes. Right? He's like, when you're calling somebody a fool, you're basically belittling who they are. And which, and this, so he pointed out to us, and it had a really great impact on me because even now till this day, I have reluctance into using that word fool. You're absolutely right. That's 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 a very very valid point. In fact, and it's, it's striking. You see the Germans. They are, in fact, in my opinion, they're always very correct. Yeah. And and I, maybe that has to do with the way they address each other. I don't know. But they, they I mean, even in, in, in heated political debates. Yeah, they will uh, say her. They will be, excuse me, mister, you are absolutely out of line here. I disagree. And then, you know, they, yeah. will, they will talk, you know, in polite terms. And that's not cordial. That's like formal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they 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 and 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 things are they're, they're very correct and and in, in, in the way we approach each other here in Germany, the way we interact with each other, it's it's always very correct and very polite. And even the kids, when they when you see kids in in, in buses and trains, and then you know they they of course there are exceptions, but most of them. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> where are you living? Yeah, <laughs> you live in the city, like I live in the you know in the village. <laughs> I'm getting old, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a senior now. <laughs> so I'm addressed properly. No, it's it, they, they're usually quite polite. Of course, they can be inconsiderate and all that. But 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 usually they they you know when 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 you, you address them they they. Friday they, night, have you? What? You've not been out on a Friday night or Saturday night. Not the last 35 years. Yeah, <laughs> you should go just to walk and see all these kids. Playing music with their cell phones oh, yes. as they walk through the U-Bahns, going yeah. to who knows where, yeah. doing whatever they do. Yeah. And the age is different here. Like I, I was telling, now that I'm working in the city, yeah. you know, Friday nights is like going to to the train station to go back home. Yeah. It's like a battlefield, especially like it's summertime because like all the kids are out, and these are young kids. So they they they're they're, uh, they're going into Nuremberg and they they are they're headed for the discos and. Well, I just I don't know I don't know if they can go to the discos, but they are just like walking around the city. I mean, I think it's great. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously I'm, we're much older, but you know, it's yeah. not my scene. But no. it's uh, it's one of those things where I don't roll my eyes because no. I'm not that old. No, no. But, um, but you can tell it's like, oh, this is definitely not my territory. As you get home, yeah. <laughs> you guys have the night. Yeah. <laughs> the night belongs to the youth. Um, But yeah, the formalities, is, it's one of those things where I think when it comes to like being a child here in Germany, um, it gets instilled with you. I mean, I have a kindergarten kid, mm -hmm. so when they do something bad, uh, one of the things that they do is that they'll shake hands yeah. with the teachers. Yes. First thing you do, as soon as you walk in, yeah. go directly to the teacher. Yeah. There's two or three of them, and I don't think they're called teachers in high school but or in uh, kindergarten. No. But they have to go and, and they have to do this. Yeah. And, I th and I thought... I mean, I think this is great, right? Um, yeah. And, but it's already like where you can see. I, I, I see it also as a bit of a deterrent, especially as you're getting older, because maybe it can be a barrier of connection. Yeah. Right? With the whole thing with the shaking hands. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. our kids, uh, I mean, I have two boys, so they're often... And each other's, they love each other and then they hate each other. Yeah, yeah. And when they do something bad to each too. other, they will <laughs> shake hands and I'm, 
<laughs> it's quite different with me. It's, my son has asked for, you know, he'll say, like, sorry, dad, or something, and I'll yeah, say yeah. to him, like, don't apologize to me, just change your actions. Yeah. Because to me, it's different. Yeah. But he has that culture from, you know, from learning yeah. it from, Christ, from yeah. uh, kindergarten. Yeah. You know, he'll be like, sorry, dad, that I did this. Yeah, they, they, the, the same with Anton. He comes to me, you know, should we, can, can we be friends again? And he will, he, he will insist on shaking hands, yeah? Yeah. Same thing. It's weird. I yeah. think it's weird. <laughs> It's like, you know, okay, we make a pact, we make a deal, we're, we're yeah. friends now, right? But it's official, like it's yeah, a yeah, now, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a ceremony. And, and, and they have to do, if, 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 if a kid comes to you and say, I'm sorry, do you accept my apology? And then, actually, you have to say, yes, I accept your apology. And then they shake hands. Oh, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's very formal. I have to clear it up with my son, because <laughs> I have an opinion about apologies. I think that actions speak louder than words. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think he quite understand that. Maybe I should talk to him. Maybe he thinks that. I, yeah, I, I have the same. I have the same discussion with my son at the moment. He's eight, and it's just you know, I'd rather see you, you know, changing your your way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Show me. Don't yeah. tell me. Because we have the same discussion tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> but one one place that that I was because I'm always as a Dane being informal and you know. I've always had like a hate-love relationship to this whole formality here in, in, in Germany. I, I never really saw the need for it. But um, my son went to a um, self-defense class. Um, That's right. He started, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he um, he's still going. But his teacher told me, you know, it's important to keep the formal you as in Mr. Müller, Mr. Jensen, Mr. So everybody can hear if he's attacked somewhere or he's being followed by an adult, mm-hmm. then everybody else in the street will know if he, he addresses this person loud and says, you know, Mr., could you please... He, everybody else in Germany here will know, okay, this is not a normal parent-child relationship. They're not just arguing. This is actually someone that... That's the, indicative of the severity yeah, the, of the situation. There's quite clearly a distance here between this child and this adult. So that this is why the children are, are encouraged to, to keep this distance in terms of of, uh, you know, speaking with you on, on, on formal terms. Oh, okay. So it's quite good, actually. And so it has a functional wasn't, purpose. It has too. a very, very functional purpose, and I wasn't aware of it. And, yeah. and as soon as she told me, this this is a good thing, I said, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because now if I if I hear a, a child address an adult in, 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 a, in a very formal way, and I can tell there's something... It's, like, a, red fl- it's a red flag, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I should go to the kid and say, you know, you don't know me, but do you need help? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Say everything already. Yeah. Step yeah. in. Yeah. Wow. That's so, so yeah. So, so, so the formal way has advantages as well. Also, if if I'm approached by a sales guy, it's good to be <laughs> to insist on the formalities and say. Don't ever call me by my first name. <laughs> Just <laughs> so it can also become like a negotiating tactic. Oh yes, it certainly can. But I, I, I quite clearly remember, clearly remember the day when when the, the senior resident in our um, in our house. We live in a house with nine flats in yeah. uh, where we live in Munich, and there's an, uh, a lady. Um, she's probably in her early sixties. Still young. 
still young yeah she's and she's a lawyer uh, oh, so success, successful so she's in the in, 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 a, in an environment where formalities are yeah. Uh, the order of the day so so and, and and she we would always call her by her last name and then one day she came and said you know we've known each other for 10 years now we let's be on first names all right 10 years later yeah, so that was so the, that's what it takes yeah. guys. 10 years yeah. to have a relationship an informal relationship with a german Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, the formalities. I mean, as 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 indicated uh, or as previously said, you, you you can as a tourist when you come here. There's a, there's a they give you a little bit of slack. They 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 yeah. don't get offended right away. But if you uh, and especially if you speak English, English where you cannot really tell the difference. Is there even a difference? In writing, there's a difference, right? In English, you write "you" with a with a capital Y, or or is that just um, is no, it formal? That's a good question. I mean, it, we do have formal titles like Mister and Missus. Yeah, right? we've said that. Do you? But if you say, "Hey, Mister Johnson," you cannot do that. "You" would be capital capitalized. I don't think so. I could be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. I, I've always written my English reports like that. <laughs> Is that something you learned when you were learning English? I think I learned it, but I'm not, not, now that you mention it... Because I, that is something that, especially when it comes to German writing, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It, it, the capitalization of words is very important. Yes. Pro, nouns and pronouns, right? Mm-hmm. Both have to be capitalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's also another manifestation of the formality yes. in the German culture. Yeah. It's how they write. Yeah. Do you know about this... If you start a letter with ich, which is I, mm-hmm. you start it with lil, yes. I-C-H, yes. instead of capital I-C-H. Yeah. And then if you repeat it again, later down, yeah. you can then capitalize it? I think so, yeah, but I'm not really... My, my German uh, I feel more confident about is, saying that, because I just sketchy. came from the German course. But one mistake I always do is that I start by an email, for instance. Dear Mr. Müller. Yeah. And then I have the, uh, the comma. comma. I write to you because blah blah blah. Ich schreibe oder ich ich. That's true. I, oh, you have to start small. Yeah. After the comma, even though it's on a, on a new line and everything. It's mind-boggling, but yeah, it's, it's one of the protocols. In Danish, you would never do that. You would always start with a capital letter. Yeah, yeah. Same same thing in, in yeah. America. Yeah, but it's. Um, I mean, the Germans are particularly about how their, their grammar. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I often ask my wife, "How do you know which gender a word have? Like a new word, like for for let's say for thirty thirty years ago, right? Yeah, but I don't know. But I don't, there's no formula. Well, they, no, there's you, loose. There's a loose formula, right? Yeah, but, but it's not. 100%. Let's say like thirty years ago, you came up with the word internet. Oh, yeah, what is how do you how do you decide whether or not it's a male, female, uh, non-gender? Uh, and what is it? Is it das Internet or a der Internet? Das Internet, yeah, it's I das think das it's internet. das. Yeah, so it's um, das. it's non, right? Yeah. Um, what are some of the words? Table. I think table is one of those things. Tisch. Right? Yeah, but it's der Tisch. Is it a male, masculine in in German? Das Tisch. No, it's not Dutch. I think it's Dutch. <laughs> we're, we're horrible about <laughs> German. 
German. But, so one of the things that is challenging about the German language is obviously the der die das, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The male, female, yeah. and the non. Yeah. Um, and it's English. It's specifically. Um, it's specifically hard for Americans who don't have this differentiating, right? Everything's the, the yeah. table, yeah. the internet, yes. the this, the that. Yeah. But in, in Spanish, we also have masculine and feminine words. So the concept is uh, something that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, when I first came here, they were like, oh, it must be really hard to know the dare de das. And I was like, well, actually, I kind of already have that concept in my mind. You know, but the challenging part is knowing which ones are which. Yeah. I have a little cheat sheet from a German course, but there's also a whole bunch of notes of all of the exceptions. Because oh. <laughs> it's not necessarily, you know, a standard rule that if yeah. it ends with ER, that it becomes male or, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, and like you said, new inter- new words like the internet, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's for, for debate. Well, just 10 years ago, like smartphone. It's called, a, it's called a handy in, in, in the a handy, handy. <laughs> in German. I, I, I don't know how, how they, they, they come up with the, 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 the genders. For, But it's mobile and handy, right? I think handy is a little more uh, friendly. Mobile I think it's called, is like more technical. I don't, know, I don't even know how they came up with the word handy. I was talking to uh, today. I was talking to somebody who's from uh, New Zealand, and he was talking about. We're speaking in English, obviously, and he uh, said, uh, "Yeah, they'll just take out their handy and do this, blah blah blah." And without talk, without stopping, like, he just kept going. But I noticed it. I was like, "Wow, it's, it's <laughs> funny how we start adapting those yeah, terms, yeah, yeah. right?" Yeah. Yeah, but but internationally, you've always also adapted German words like kindergarten. That's the same word in, in well, yeah. English, right? Well, I mean, English and German are custom languages. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, and Dan- in, in Danish as well. I mean, yeah, but we just translated kindergarten, kin kinder, meaning children, mm-hmm. and garden is a garden. Yeah. Uh, so, so in Danish, that's, that's usually what it is, right? It's yeah. just a place where they go and play. So in Danish, that's Bernehel. That's uh, that's also um, child and garden. children's garden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or a garden full of children. What about the formalities among students? Like, because there's different levels of, of education here. Yes. Some will go, they'll go to gymnasium schule, mm-hmm. which I think is a little more formal. Yeah. Because they, I've always heard of this, especially like uh, friends of mine who are in university or they were in university because they graduated. Congratulations. You know who you are. <laughs> um, I think that... Uh, There's also like a difference, right, of how they relate to each other. Um, Or is that only a, per- a perceived thing that, that I have? That can I would I would assume they address like professors and stuff like that. No, no, I'm talking about students. Like if I if I am a gymnasium shule, which is the higher le- yeah. uh, education, I would be treated differently than if you were like. Uh, what do they call it? Um, I, I don't know what's what's Grundschule, Realschule. Realschule, yeah. And then, um, so, like, if you were the, yeah, yeah. the one who got out of school early and did a, an apprenticeship, yeah, yeah, versus the guy who went to yeah, yeah. higher education and then oh, really? university. I, I maybe it's just know. a perception that I have. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think the I don't think the youth. I don't think they're they're you know young people. I don't think they they are. That 
aware of, of okay. different uh, the different. Maybe it's just my perception. Yeah, because I, I mean I know people from all different walks of life, and some are university students, some are not. Yeah, I get this. Pers- uh, maybe it's just I'm maybe I'm misreading it, but. It seems to be like a class structure. I could also be wrong, but I mean, there are two major gymnasiums in the area where I live, and I often um, meet these kids when they, you know, in the afternoon uh, in the tram, Mm -hmm. Um, and they seem pretty informal. Okay. <laughs> with everyone, I mean, uh, no, no. I'm saying like, I mean, not with themselves. Like two gymnasium, sh- yeah. Kids, this is a bit of a rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's. But I don't know. I don't, I don't, they don't. They don't seem to be um, aware of, 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 of a differentiation there. Uh, the, then I have to apologize to the yeah. audience. It's my misunderstanding <laughs> of German culture. We're trying to like clarify. Some yeah, of these German yeah, yeah, yeah. This assumptions. is this is a learning process for us as well. There's another uh, German formality that I do not like, which is which is Germans will not ask you to do things. They will only see if you're interested in doing things. Wenn du Lust hast. Oh, but that means when but if if you if if you'd like to right, that means you better do it. No, it doesn't. It's it's only suggesting. Okay, that's, I'm just I'm, okay. I was talking about my wife there. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, something that I, that I've experienced. Um, at, I was talk, I was having a discussion with a, a friend of mine. He's at university. He's actually work, going for his doctorate, so he'll be a doctor eventually. Um, he's. Uh, I was telling him this. I said, "Hey, I started a new job, and they're always asking me." Philip, when du Lust hast, kannst du blah blah blah. Can you do? If you like, would you do this? You could do this. Can yeah. you do this? And so, obviously, I mean, my response internally is like, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But I asked my friend. I said, hey, how can I, how can I clarify to my, um, you know, to 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 just make it clear that hey, if you need me to do something, yeah, ask just me. go ahead and yeah. ask me. I'll do it. No quarrels about it. And uh, he says, you can ask when it's due by, because then you have an idea of like time frame, right? Oh, and yeah, so if yeah. it's urgent, yeah. they'll say, well, we'll have to do it right away. And if it's not urgent, they'll say, yeah, whenever you want. Which then you can be a little more like loose about actually doing it or not. Yeah. <laughs> But it's something I just I, I it it irks me. But it was really great advice, you know. And I shared it with the with the group, um, and so now it's become sort of like an internal joke, you know. That I always say, "Yeah, I went to lose us, you know, if you ah. like to." And they know, and they know that I'm, you know, taking the piss out of, yeah, yeah, you know, asking for something. But this friend also said to me, he's like, "It's because I'm being polite, yeah. and I would never ask you to do something." But the Germans, I don't, I don't think because that's that's a thing. For the listener, this is a very important takeaway. You, you, yes, the Germans are correct. They, they have they're formal, mm-hmm. but they are not un, unnecessarily and overly polite. Like, the, for instance, the English. There, there's this whole layer of politeness. You know. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, my mistake. Which means, you know, you fucked up, basically. You fucked up, not me. But I'm the one apologizing, right? So the English, there's a whole, there's a whole website dedicated to 
what the English really mean when they say things. <laughs> and they, they say something, but they mean the opposite. The Germans, they don't have that politeness. Like well, you, I, well this, this whole thing with Vendelusas is kind of... Yeah, but I think it's... it's, it's, it's It's adapted. It's something. It's adapted? Re- yeah, it's it's because normally a German is very strict matter matter of fact. Yeah. In fact, my my the, I met my wife through work in a company that we both worked in, and it, it, we we were in a big argument because I, I found her uh, extremely impolite and extremely. Very in, she was very much in my face about something very. It, it was it, it was a professional matter, and, and yeah. we, we disagreed. And she was very much, you know, this is how it has to be, and blah blah blah. blah. Very German. Yeah. And I was very offended by it. <laughs> <laughs> But no, you're right. That has also happened, and I've always, I've always sort of challenged it. And I think it's nice. It's broken the ice a couple times. Uh, I remember my boss said one time. I think that I. Remember replying to him, and I was like, "Oh, that's a little shocking that you would say something like that." So you kind of got it, like, "Okay, what?" It sounded bad when I said this, and it was taken out of con- or it could be taken out of context. Yeah, yeah. So he laughed, and we have this mutual respect for each other. That yeah. It, we had a fun time about it, but yeah, it can be that it um, the Germans can seem impolite or yes. very forward. Yes, which I think it's great. Think also, if, if you come to. Um, I don't know much about the the how 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 the the code is in, in other parts of, of of Bavaria, but I can tell you in Germany in, in sorry in Germany in, in in Munich if you come to a big restaurant a local traditional restaurant in Munich, the waitresses the service can can be um, almost rude. Or can, yeah, it, it can I've seem almost rude. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this is like a beer house or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's just very German. They they're very efficient, and if they they don't want to stand by the table and wait for you to decide what dish you want. Well, they got stuff okay, to I'll just come back in two minutes, and then you hopefully have made your up your mind. Yeah. All these they, they, you don't have that politeness. And yeah. you're not expected to have that in in these in these restaurants. I mean, it's, it's part of the it's part of the concept that you they're a bit of they're a little bit rude. I think the best place to sort of uh, see that is I think uh, like Oktoberfest. Oh yeah, because those ladies. But I think, well, at least I originally thought that it was because they're working hard. I mean, they are carrying leader. Yeah, it's, it's efficiency, like, man. Come on, come on. Come on. Like, <laughs> I was about to say 20 of them, but. Maybe What's I think the they can, I think I think um, a, a, a big girl with you know big over arms she can carry ten in Mass. each arm yeah something like that that's I don't know what the world record is but like ten the mug alone the, the, the an empty beer mug one liter weighs two point two kilos just by itself. I think so, yeah. Before the or, or is it with with beer or without beer? It seems a little high with two kilos. Really? And now I'm, I'm second guessing here. Yeah, um, we need to do, but uh, we'll have to do, we'll have to do some research here. But let's just say, okay, a, a filled up mug is two point two kilos, and then you have like ten yeah. of these in each arm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. You're twenty. Yeah. Get it. Get after it. Yeah. So, yeah, but that is something. 
obviously they don't they don't have time to chit chat and be polite with you. Of course not. Right. So I think in the countryside it's there is a at least in my village, I'm not sure what the other village is, but there is a level of seniority. That's another level oh, of yeah, like, yeah. formality. Yes. Like we have one lady um whose neighbors with uh with the grandparents. Mm-hmm. So she lives on that side of the village and um you know, a lot of people have respect for her. Yes. She does a lot for the for the village. She's yes. involved, you know, yeah. in the sports and the sports club and okay. she's she's a community member. Yeah, yeah. And there is even though she's not a doctor, I don't well actually I don't I think she I think her her husband's is a professor. But anyways, the point that I'm trying to make is that even in those situations, because of her contributions to the village and her role, mm-hmm. right? She's revered, uh, re- you know. She's revered with a, a level of yeah, of respect. Yeah, yeah, those are another forms of German formality. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, uh, probably anyone living, you know, anywhere else in the world, they can relate to to many of the aspects of, of yeah. formality here in Germany. It, it's just that in Germany, from what I've experienced in my life, it's just a little more. Present than than uh, it's the idea of clout, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like how much clout do you have? Yeah. People? Because I've seen that also among the musicians sort of world. Like, I mean, this is sort of like where egos get in, in the way. But I've seen some DJs who want to be a little high and mighty, oh. you know, because there are the the they have been DJing for. Over 20 years. And oh, Mr. David Getter. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, David Getter doesn't live in Nuremberg, but, <laughs> no. but the same idea. You yeah, know? Yeah. But then those people are also criticizing people like David Getter here. And it's just like, okay, well, should we be formal with you, but not be formal with them? Or yeah, yeah. What's the deal? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's all about like uh, clout and um, it's uh, your reputation, right? Yeah. I think. Reputation yeah. is also important in German culture. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. I, I'm just thinking about this this whole thing with 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 um, keeping respect and and and, and dist- at distance. In, where I come from, it's it's something that you you have to earn. You have yeah. to earn respect, like in the workplace. You have to earn respect from the, from the your coworkers and and uh, you. you 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 build up your 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 own reputation within the yeah. company, and and you know insisting on a title can be a little bit to your own disadvantage yeah. if you if you insist on be being addressed as Mister Doctor Miller. Well, I mean, because in the development world or in the programming world, we have senior and junior positions. Yes, and it's one of those things where yeah, I, I've met some people you know that's something that I should ask some of my friends who are also programmers you know so you have like an in, internal hierarchy hierarchy yeah yeah but it has to do with like experience <laughs> and I think it has to do with like uh, I mean this is not just in Germany this is an overall but but it kind of alludes to that of like yeah you know, um, uh, it's the whole vertical alignment of an organization <laughs> So there, there, let me just understand this. You work in a small company, right? Mm-hmm. In Nuremberg. 
So yeah. obviously there there there's a boss and and he by the has, way they asked me not to talk about the company but okay yeah well but anyway. but we, 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 we haven't addressed any names or what <laughs> no, what the company actually does but right. you know where I work at if you yeah. search me on Twitter but anyways it's just that there's there's like a, a structure within the company but from what the way I understand it and this was my point so within the, the programming community yeah there's seniors and juniors internationally like globally yeah there, it, there are different layers of seniors of, and juniors wow yeah. that's fascinating yeah and it's uh, I mean the company I work for is a smaller agency it's a little bit different we're not the usual agency but I've worked I remember that one company that I went to do that small time with yeah they were definitely like in that vertical alignment wow yeah they were you know I think um, we have really good I have really good really, I feel like I have really good relationships with my colleagues yes and um, you know we eat lunch together so it's something that's very informal and we're it, um, the culture's differently but I've definitely met some people and I've been in situations where you can tell like oh this is a vertical structure you know wow And it's, I mean, I recognize it because being part of the military, you know, we have a vertical structure there, yeah, too. Yeah. So I can pick it out, like, wherever it is. You have no problem with maneuvering in, in yeah. whatever. But uh, but I think that as human beings, this should be, you know, more of a horizontal sort of relationship. Yeah. You know, I think... Um, Like, I think even between you and I, like, it's not that, you know, you're working for me or that I'm working for you, but that we're working with each other. Yeah, because we actually like working with each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, but there's definitely being people that I've encountered who are like, oh, yeah, you're going to do this for me. Yeah. Or I'll, I'm going to let you go and do that. And it's just like, oh, wait a minute. There's yeah. no vertical organization. No, exactly. No, it's more like a partnership. Yeah. Between, and, and, and what you what you just telling right now with, with eating lunch and stuff it's um, we need to wrap up this episode as well but <laughs> but I had this story to tell because my wife worked um, temporarily at BMW a few years ago okay and you know the the, 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 the management particularly the upper management they, they don't lunch with with the herd really? no 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 they That's have their so own weird. they have their own canteen They, they, Are you serious? And even I, I, I would That's even shocking. say, even between managers, there are several layers of canteens. So the like the higher upper upper management. upper upper management, they have their own probably with white you know tablecloth and yeah. whatnot. So so uh, the, you have formalities on many many levels. I mean, you know something that I learned in the military. You know, in the military, like. Um, It is it is a key indicator when the leadership eats first. Oh yes, that they are not good leaderships because good leaders always eat last. They take care of their troops. Yeah, right. It is indicative of how we celebrate Thanksgiving. It's an American holiday. Yeah, this is where like the sergeant majors, the colonels, you know, all of the high brass serve food to the soldiers. Yeah, on um, you know this this holiday for as an appreciation of, of yeah. the hard work. I've always appreciated that ritual because I always yeah. thought like this is them taking the time to like hey we're the same we're in the same team. Yeah, I mean obviously there's like you know the officers club and only officers are allowed to go there and yeah, yeah. you have the sergeants club only sergeants are allowed to go there no you know um, privates and specialists and stuff like that but 
but there's still that recognition of like, look, even though we're different, we're still the same, and yeah, you know, um, it's. I mean, it's different with every organization, of yeah. course, but. Yeah, so I, but I was always under the impression that there was only one cantina, like especially like in these places where they have their own facility. Yeah, yeah. I always thought there was there was just yeah, one. No, no, no. They 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 have um, a separate, at least separate areas of the cantina where where you know the 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 the, the floor people, the Fußvolk, the the, yeah. the lowest. They're not expected. They don't just go up and sit by the same table as the uh, CEO. But is that you crazy? Similar to like uh, the stamptish. The stamptish in a because that's about that's that's reserved for regulars, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, you would true. not go sit if you went to a guest house. You would yeah. not sit at the stamptish because that's, yeah, that's reserved. I only sit. Uh, I've only experienced sitting at the stamptish. Uh, on very rare occasions where I like well there's no other tables like, <laughs> they won't show up till late come yeah. on go eat no where, where, where I know the family who owns the the, the restaurant or the Wirtschaft okay um, and, and then we will sit with the family at the Stammtisch oh, so and, you share it yeah okay. and actually now you mention it you know the locals coming into the to the The, the, the pub they, they they would you know wow who's, who's sitting at the stump tish tonight oh, oh that's okay. right that's right they, 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 it's kind of a it's uh, another way of formality yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a little bit you know okay um, okay they must be important it's, <laughs> that's just all these tiny little, little it's the nuances yeah know? yeah yeah it's the nuances you have to you have to look for them to, to and you have to be aware but but you know there, there are tiny little signals everywhere yeah. that that uh, They stick to formalities, the Germans. It's it's quite funny and it's very charming and and it keeps things in order. I would say. I mean, there is a, there is as we started this episode. I said the Germans are very correct. Yes. And and yeah. and, and, and and this all these little codes here are things in place to keep things or the correctness, you know, in place that 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 they don't start. Attacking each other, <laughs> starting belittling each other. Uh, there, there. You, you can, yeah. but but don't ex don't expect false politeness from a German because I mean they're not like the English or many Americans. You don't you don't because it, also in American um, um, gastronomy, if you go into a restaurant in, in in America, you know the waiter is polite because he's expecting or hoping for a good tip, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that's not the case here. Uh, well, even as soldiers, like we would say "hua," and we knew what that meant. I mean, "hua" you can say out of excitement, but you could also just be like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, sure. <laughs> but you would never dare say that to your chain of command. You would never say that to your captain. Okay. But if you disdained and didn't want to give him a direct question, you could just easily answer like, "Yeah, hua." <laughs> Got it. You know, like, sure, <laughs> sure, man. I'm not going to bust in my ass. <laughs> yes. Give me the rules. <laughs> That yeah. was another episode of Dealing with the Germans. We hope you learned a little bit from this. Uh, don't get discouraged if you if you come to Germany for the first time. They they will give you some slack. They 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 they're not that insisted on formalities. But but um, yeah, if you if you start to live here and you you want to like enter the society and, and you know, be part of the community here. That's right. Then these codes are, I would say, quite important. Wouldn't you agree, Philip? That you have to kind of yes. know and respect these little, because otherwise you might step on people's toes. And yeah, 
it's it's unnecessary and I think that as long as you're yourself Germans Germans appreciate the realness that authenticity yeah the authenticity yeah. of the individuals uh, yeah. because I know for me it's taking a while for me to sort of build my cloud and respect especially yeah. in my village but yeah. I think that they see that one you know I'm I'm a family man and yeah. they see that uh, I, I do my own things you know yeah, have yeah. my own interests and yeah. I think they just see that okay he's not just another guy who's yeah exactly you know and I think that's where you start sort of building yeah. that reputation with the Germans and, and they like that and they you know it's, it's, a, it's a nice uh, formality another another good example about authenticity is is, is I mean I I, I Yeah, obviously, when you have uh, a kid in school and in, in in daycare and and afternoon care, whatever, you you interact with the teachers and the um, and and they they you, you you kind of if you show your your true the true you, yeah, um, and you you listen to whatever they have to say about your kid, and you don't you don't immediately take offense or. or, or start criticizing the the, the the school system or whatever is going on then they will absolutely appreciate you and they will they will absolutely you know be, be very you know approach you with kindness and yeah. and, and and in a, in a constructive manner so so yeah whatever in whatever way you deal with with the Germans um, being it professional or private, Just be you. Just yeah. yeah just be yourself. Be yourself, and they, and, and they will forgive you. <laughs> they will forgive you. So thank you very much for listening. Um, don't forget to like us, and don't forget to give us a note. Send us a, a line on uh, the Twitter handle Germans Podcast at Germans Podcast. At Germans Podcast, and we'll be back very soon with another episode of Dealing with the Germans. Mm-hmm.